Petri Dish is a product of Petri Dish Media, all rights reserved. Petri Dish is a science comedy podcast and should not be used as medical advice. Do not get medical advice from a podcast. And therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the words, Ich bin ein Science! Science! Yes. I know the human being and science, science. can just peacefully. This was their finest. You know, by virtue of watching so much soccer stuff, I'm on YouTube a lot, and so I've been watching just like a lot of ads like a lot of unadulterated yeah ads. yeah you've been getting more advertising yeah. than usual um you know and uh i saw the first army ad that i thought was good uh because it like was the like all you can be army stuff well that's the thing is most of them they usually suck right like two iterations ago it was like this young like mixed race looking man who's like in a world where you're more connected than ever before, but also isolated. And he looks at like a pixelated version of himself that's like, ah, it screams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, be a part of something, go and kill together. Yeah. It's beautiful. And then like the iteration, the penultimate army ad was like really dorky. It was like different professions uh, lit really cool. Like be the best surgeon. Yeah. And you see like jet engines go over like the surgeon's head. Cool. And then it's like, play video games and really kill. Yeah. And it's like some guy <laughs> like flying drone drones. <laughs> right, right. Um, but the most recent ad I thought was actually the best army ad I've seen in my life. Uh-huh. And it was just like seven Marines playing pool. And it's like a kind of a quietly very diverse bunch. There's like a lady, some dudes, different races. You know, and the lady's like, come on, hit, hit it. What do you, I bet five, five eight misses or something. And the guy's like, I'm going to hit it. And he hits the ball and he hits it. And they're like, ah, right. Yeah. And it's like army, like meet your family. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was like, you know, and what I liked about it was that a, it was very low key. Cause so many army ads in the last 20 years have been trying to be video games. Yeah. And this army ad was like, like it actually reminded the verisimilitude was so real. And I had, uh, that's my experience. I'm not in the army. <laughs> I, I wanted to be in the army, oh my but God. but I wanted to be in West Point, and they're like, "You're too fat and stupid." <laughs> and I was like, ah, "Can I be in the reserves?" And they're like, "Now nah, you're just too fat." <laughs> and I was like, "I'll go to liberal arts school." <laughs> but um, you know, like when I would see military people, like in Korea, well, that's kind of how it was actually. You'd see like kind of a, a fairly mixed race ethnic group of people like walking around i mean kind of being dumb because they're like young guys and like yeah yeah um although now there's also i mean there's more women now than when i was a younger than in, in the military too yeah and so i was like you know that kind of looks i was like that, that actually kind of looks appealing i think i miss playing pool uh, <laughs> i don't get that's to go play what pool it was yeah yeah well i mean you know that segues really nicely into us saying thank you to our latest sponsor the army Oh, there you go. Yeah, we're getting yeah. That, those army bucks. Go army. Yeah, goarmy.com. Yeah, woo. To sign up. Yeah. Uh, holy shit. So yeah. is this staying in? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I hope so. Uh, guys, so so all that aside, we're talking about dinosaurs. Today. You need to say what podcast this is. Right, right, right. What our names are. Well, guys, I'm Nathan. And I'm Sean. And we're Petri Dish. Wow, that's great. Now, for the last few episodes, we've been doing a series on dying offs. Yeah. And different periods of life. Uh, it turns out there's a lot of dying offs. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. We were trying to make it to dinosaurs. It's just, it's been a slower burn than I thought it would be. It you turns I mean? out that there's a lot of dying before yeah, you can get yeah, to dinosaurs. Yeah, there was more time in Earth's history before dinosaurs than I thought. Right. Well, but now we're we're almost here. Yeah. Turns out we're not really here. We're it's very close. Yeah, but we're on the Jurassic period. Uh, Jurassic, famously Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. famously dinosaurs. Oh my god! Right. So we're gonna talk about the time period that is known as the Age of Dinosaurs. In this first episode, though, we're gonna kind of lay the groundworks, as with our previous episodes about these larger kind of geologic periods of time. Uh, we're gonna talk about why did dinosaurs get so big. Right, sure. like, why yeah. did they become the dominant kind of type of animal? If that's how we measure dominance, um, in terms of size and scariness. Yep. Um, and sexuality. Right. What cataclysmic global event, you know, killed off the last big thing and led to them? Lovely. And then the next episode, we'll talk about like, you know, like bony lizards. Yeah. Stegosaurus. That kind of shit. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. All right. So Jurassic Part One. Angry magma. Go army. Let's 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 get into it. Manscape. <laughs> He's the greatest warrior of the Hashashin. And he can't screw in a light bulb. Ugh. Ow! It's scimitard. (laughs) (laughs) Wow! Wait, where did that come from? Ali, my son, you are the greatest assassin who has ever lived. But you are not too bright. (laughs) No, father, I'll learn algebra someday. You are. You are 20 now. You're too old for algebra. You must go defeat the Crusades. Wow! That's a a lot like that, uh, that one Tom Hanks movie. Um, uh, 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 Green Mile? <laughs> Forrest Gump. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> he, he was great at a lot of things, Nathan. Uh, Tom Hanks? Forrest Gump. Oh, <laughs> that's true, that's true. Oh, uh, yes. Look, look. Okay, dinosaurs. Hey, they're so big, right? Right. But we need to set the scene, and basically the last time we talked, we talked about the Triassic period. The Triassic period was kicked off by a big extinction event, like you mentioned, the Great Dying. Mm-hmm. The transition from the Triassic to the Jurassic also had a big extinction event. There's a Tyler Perry presents Triassic. Oh no, Medea's surgery went wrong. She's got three asses now. <laughs> Triassic. I see. I see. <laughs> Triassic Rex. I was wondering why you were sitting there with a sort of blank look on your face for a little bit. I, I get now that you were putting that all together. <laughs> yeah, it's my mind churning. I see, I see. Uh, well, it's the goulash that is my thoughts so slowly forming. The Triassic to Jurassic shift. Right. Had a big extinction event. Right. One that actually wiped out a similar number of species as the event that killed the dinosaurs. Keeps happening, man. Yeah, so the, the great Almost dying... makes you think it's intelligent design. What? Because how else would things happen in cycles if not planned by a <laughs> god? <laughs> so the great dying... <laughs> I mean, nature is random, right? The great dying was... Bloom. The great dying was bigger. Yeah. Okay. But uh, this one was still a pretty sizable. It's a big one. Yeah. It, this killed all the other big, basically dinosaur-looking things. Yeah, they to were... To pave the way to the actual dinosaur <laughs> things. Exactly, exactly. So this one, despite being smaller than the Great Dying, actually was kind of happening for similar reasons, okay? Right. Doesn't have as catchy a name, 
But to recap The Great Dying, it most likely occurred because of the Siberian Traps, which was this big volcanic region in modern-day Siberia. Ukrainian traps are more dangerous, it turns out. Am I right? Apparently. Yeah. tanks, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And so what happened was basically there was this kind of like long, slow-burn eruption that was happening in the Siberian traps. Right, as opposed to what we're doing right now, which is a fast burn. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're being much faster about how we're changing the climate. Yeah. But this slow, tens, hundreds of thousands of years long eruption, basically led to global climate change because there are all these volcanic gases that were getting released, including a shitload of carbon dioxide and methane. And that really kind of, it acidified the oceans. Right. It heated up the planet. So that was the transition earlier on, right? Now, at the end of the Triassic, we have a similar thing happening, but in a different spot. All right. A spot called the Central Atlantic Magmatic Province. Okay, this is around Newark. Actually, yes. Right? Yes. yes. <laughs> this is what made the Pine Barrens. But, you know, because this was a time period, right, where, like, things were more like Pangaea kind of squished together. Right. Technically, it wasn't Pangaea. It was something, Laurasia. And nowadays, something happens in Newark, no one will ever know. But back then, it's not having Newark. Three continents would know. Yeah, it's like the the central magmatic province included where modern-day Newark is, but also right. a spot in Morocco, a spot in Portugal. Right. So basically, you could imagine taking out the vast majority of the Atlantic Ocean, and that's what this map looks like, right? Yeah, and so this area, for periods of a couple hundred years, and then it would go quiet, and then for a few thousand years, and then it would go quiet, it would erupt. Yeah. And again, it's not like mega-devastating world-ending eruptions or anything right. like that. Um, but consistent and repetitive volcanic eruptions. I noticed that in this map, North America is really close to Western Africa. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know the conspiracy theory that Native Americans are actually one of the lost tribes of Ghana? I mean, do you think this is when that could have happened? <laughs> I mean, because it's a pretty... It's like a canoe ride. I had not, I had not heard about... This is a conspiracy theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, and no, maybe made up. Humans definitely didn't exist. I mean, Mansa Musa famously made a fleet to to sail to North America, and they say it got lost. But maybe what people misunderstand is it didn't happen in the 1300s. It happened thirteen hundred thousand million years ago. <laughs> <laughs> <was a> valiant effort. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. Uh, all right. Um, so. <laughs> all right. Did Mansa actually make a fleet? Was he one of the fleet I think dudes? it was like his son. Okay. Because uh, okay. I I don't remember. I think it's the honest thing to say. Because I know once. there's the the Chinese fleet. Right. Theory. Zhang Zhanghe. Oh right, right, right. I see what you mean. No, no. It, there is. The, I mean, it's not even a theory. The the story is that one of the kings of Mali uh, made a fleet to go see what was uh, west. Mm-hmm. It just didn't come back. Sure. Because yeah. like you know. But maybe maybe it's because they liked Brazil. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, this place is pretty sweet. Well, that's what some people say. We should make a movie of that. <laughs> that's kind of a fun idea. It's like the Lost Tribe of Black Panther, and it'll be like it'll be like the third movie. Oh, and Wakanda. It'll, yeah, and it'll be this amazing tribe of anti-vaxxers Whoa. that like Shiri can really like. Okay, okay. You know, she'll so be like, "I'm finally with my people." I see how that's related. And they're like, "COVID is a hoax." We've gotten <laughs> progressively more dangerous in this conversation. <laughs> so let's go ahead and pull it back. <laughs> hey, that's what she said, not me. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um. But anyway, the camp or the Central Atlantic Magmatic Province isn't cancel culture supposed to be more successful? 
Like, I thought the appeal of I don't think we're that good at it. Yeah, that's Louis C.K. just put out a special, didn't he? Didn't he get a Grammy? Yes. Yeah. See? See what like, cancel culture? Yeah, everyone complains about cancel culture. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, plus, I, I canceled Russia, and they're still around. Right? So like, what, Russia, what, Russia, the rubles. <laughs> like, the, the rubles reconstructed all its value. Great. So, look. Camp, the Central Atlantic Magmatic Province, it kept erupting over and over and over again. It kept dumping out CO2. It made climate change happen. It definitely acidified the oceans all over again. Right. So, you know, after the great dying, there was a pretty big drop-off in animal species, both in land and in the water. Right. right. Similar to that, in this situation, we also lost a lot of species. About 50% of marine invertebrate species were wiped out. On land, a lot of species were also lost. One example is that there's those group of animals called the archosaurs, which we talked about last time. The archosaurs included dinosaurs and pterosaurs and like a shitload of crocodilian guys. Right, and this group lost all species besides dinosaurs, pterosaurs, and crocs. Right, yeah. That's a shitty sentence, though. It sounds I mean, like they yeah. didn't lose anything. Well, there was a bunch of other dudes. <laughs> and they were just Venosaurs like other... and Timosaurs and Chinosaurs yeah. all dead! Basically, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It was just a bunch of like kind of dinosaur-looking motherfuckers. Right. And those ones are dead. Yeah. The ones that, the names that were easy for me to remember and say are the right. ones that stuck around because that's why they're so easy. So dinosaurs are just archosaurs and birds are just dinosaurs, so we still got archosaurs. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, those birds. They're good. Don't you think sometimes we ask people to reevaluate their prior knowledge too frequently? Like, we're like, oh, dinosaurs are feathers, and they're like, oh, dinosaurs are archosaurs. Oh, birds are archosaurs. And you think people at a certain point just going to be like, I'm voting Donald Trump. This is well, too much. That already happened. It's like, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's, an, that's an I don't know if you can blame that on the feathers on dinosaurs. It's like Pluto's a planet. It's not a planet. It is a planet. I vote Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I just won't even think about it anymore. The Pluto planet thing, I'll give you. Yeah, yeah. But some dinosaurs did have feathers. I remember when Neil deGrasse Tyson walked up and slapped Michio Kaku in the face. I was like, you keep my fucking Pluto out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> I see. I see. You're still talking about Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The world has moved on. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's funny because I, I I didn't even really think about it at the time, but it's, it's it, I just I keep bringing it up. I think it like firmly lodged itself into your psyche for some reason. It has. But why? I don't know. It's just like funny. <laughs> it's just like a humorous vignette. It's like funny. So look, as it goes with a lot of extinction events, okay, the species that are left over after an extinction event, yeah. they have more niches that they can kind of spread into. Right, but right? they're also more psychologically damaged. Well, there's some scarring. Yeah, That's yeah. traumatic. Yeah. So, in the first couple million years of the Jurassic, we see an increase in speciation. More newcomers on the scene, especially in the water. Okay, okay? cool. But what kinds of species, what are we seeing? We'll get into that later, okay? So, let's take a break. And when we come back, let's talk about another one of the big changes that was happening on Earth besides just this specific extinction event. Right, Brexit. Yep, basically. It's basically Brexit. Hello, listeners. Do you look around and see all those rich Uber and Lyft drivers and think, man, I'd love to get in on that, but I'm too poor to own a car? Well, today's your lucky day, you pleb bastard. Because ShareCar is now available across the continental United States. ShareCar is a service that provides you a car with unlimited mileage and gas. All you need to do is the driving. 
ShareCar links to your Uber and Lyft apps and automatically extracts its fee for the car, so you don't need to worry your sweet little head about it. Does all this sound like sharecropping, where the company store would rent tools to poor farmers for exorbitant prices and keep them from being able to move up in the world? Well, why don't you shut the hell up, nerd? Once you've paid off the car for the day, all that sweet extra gig economy cash is yours for the taking. So really, the only thing keeping you from millionaire status is a creeping sense of the commodification of your soul. And laziness! Shake it off, peasant, and head on over to the App Store. Use promo code PetriDish in the app for one free day of driving on us. Download CarShare today. Ich benign indentured servitude. All right, so I just got finished sexually harassing Sean. Yep. Um, uh, so Brexit. Yep. Um, oh, dude, did you watch that clip about Camelot? No. Sir Arthur, did he? So he came along. <laughs> oh my God, I got you. Everyone who still listens to this fucking pod needs to watch Philomena Kunk Kunk on Britain. Uh, it's a Diane Morgan routine from Britain, where she just goes into different subjects. It's so funny. It's so crazy. You guys have to check it out. Oh, my God. It's well, if you're like, going to remind me, I'll drop a link in the show notes. Ooh, and people can watch daddy. It that How about that? All right. Okay, so look. Why Nathan kept bringing up Brexit, okay? Yeah, yeah. Is that there, was, good. A, there, was, a con- <laughs> there was a continental breakup. <laughs> They're <okay>? free. <laughs> so maybe this is linked yeah. to the same sort of magma shit that led to the eruptions of the... There's still a lot of stuff about tectonic plate shit that's like kind of mysterious, right? Yeah, well, yes. So at, at the very least, what we can say... Is that in different periods of Earth history, right. the crust moved around more or less. Right. Like, we think that the only humans live on the surface. <laughs> but there's all those humans underneath the surface who move as well, just like we do. And it changes the plates and the crusts. Yeah, they're, they're very fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All, all the biggest people sink <laughs> through sinkholes into the Earth. And then they just walk. Yeah, And it actually turns the planet. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Great. I don't know if we can keep that. Why not? Fat shaming. Oh, that's... It's good again, right? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we come full circle on that? <laughs> okay. Um, so... The, I want to say that I'm overweight, so I'm allowed to say the, that. The, the mantle, which is like all, all the magma shit going on underneath the crust, right? Yeah. The mantle is definitely complicated. There's definitely like convection currents and stuff that move. I hope I didn't make anyone feel bad. That seem to happen over very long geologic periods of time. Mm. But one of the consequences is that... Uh, at the end of the Triassic and start of the Jurassic, it was a period where plate tectonics were going nuts. Yeah. There was a lot of movement going on, okay? By the end of the Jurassic, Pangaea was already breaking up. It had broken up into Laurasia and Gondwana. Laurasia? Yeah. That's a half-Asian girl I met in Berkeley. Yes, and also yeah. it's like North America, Europe... And then part of China. And then Gondwana was like the supercontinent of South America, Africa, (laughs) Australia, India, and Antarctica, right? Yeah, it's weird, right? Didn't India just like grop onto Asia? Like, India's like a different thing than Asia, right? Yes, but, I mean, it's the same with China, right? Because North China was kind of like a funky little, like, almost Florida-looking motherfucker Uh. hanging off of Laurasia. And South China was like a ring of islands and shit. Wow. So it wasn't until later that all that shit kind of pushed together into God. China, China. No wonder South China hates North China so China, bad. China. Okay. Yeah, big China. <laughs> so by the end of the Jurassic period, North America more or less became its own thing. Right. Like it pretty and much it stayed that off. way to this day. Kind of. It would Free be people. Like mostly recognizable to what we see today. 
China is starting to get shoved together. Antarctica right. is separating from Gondwana. So you could say that Chinese culture is actually younger than American culture. Based on the rocks, it's actually yes, it's actually the young it's the <laughs> yes. younger brother and should listen to the older brother. If they experienced any <laughs> filial piety at all, then yes, they, they would they would go ahead and and be kind to their older brothers. Uh. Yeah, I don't know if that's staying or not, but whatever, we're doing it. Okay, Pretty stupid. <laughs> so, you, so I can't believe you said that, Sean, you idiot. <laughs> so the Jurassic period, roughly fifty million years. That's a lot of movement to do. Right. Okay? These, these right. plates are like seriously getting going over 50 yeah. million years. Yeah. And because... Do you think the, the plates... Like, do you think time moves different for them? Like, how they conceptualize it? Oh, it's got to. Right. Like, how for a mayfly, it's like its whole life is in a day. Yeah. And maybe time moves... Like, it experiences time different than we do. Do you think plates... Like, 50 years to them is just like an awkward adolescent phase? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the same for ants. So you, you agree that plates are sentient then? They gotta be. So Earth well, is how, an how AI. Else are, how else are they moving around? That's okay. true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Only animals move. Is Earth a plant? <laughs> Wait, Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> that means ass. it has to be an animal. <laughs> Use your fucking brain. Okay. So, <laughs> so these plates, they're moving around a shitload, right? So there were definitely going to be a lot of earthquakes. There were some eruptions. And there were a lot of mountains and shit getting made. Right. Okay? And... In our last episodes about the Triassic, one thing that we had mentioned is that having a big-ass landmass, Pangaea, right, and a giant ocean, Panthalassia, that leads to some extreme climate stuff going on in the continent, right? Right. Because water helps moderate climate. Right. That's, I mean, there's a lot of extreme stuff that continues to happen in the middle of our continent, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. You know? Things get kind of goofy in there. I mean, not even, I'm not even just making a joke. It's like, isn't, like... There's all sorts of air currenty shit that makes like all sorts of crazy storm patterns and tornadoes in the middle, right? Yeah, tornado alley and stuff like that. We need an ocean where Oklahoma is, right? And that would help the whole I fucking think thing. It could help a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but basically, the water helps moderate temperature and climate a lot. It makes days a little cooler and nights a little warmer. And what happened was when you started splitting up Pangaea into still big but smaller chunks of land, you saw more water showing up in between the continents, shallow seas of water in there, and these mountains that are forming from all the plate tectonic shit. Right. And those mountains are kind of causing the creation of lakes and rivers, right? Right. This is all good because, like, well, I mean, I guess good. I don't know if it's good or bad, really. But this is all. This all leads to a, a sexier environment. It definitely changed the climate a shitload because the Triassic, very, very broadly speaking, was kind of a more arid time, right. whereas the Jurassic was much more humid and wet. Okay, right. It, it still had a lot of greenhouse gas shit going on because the Jurassic was kicked off by a fucking climate changing eruption, right? Right. But it was hotter, but humid hot. And it was very wet instead Interesting. of drier. I'm seeing it was 20 degrees Kelvin hotter than it is now. No, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Oh, oh. Uh, Celsius and Kelvin. That's the, the same American scale. scale. It, it, yes. Idiot. Yeah, if, if we're doing Celsius or Kelvin, it was 5 to 10 degrees hotter. My God, just suck your Velveeta brick down with a straw. But anyway, American. that would have been noticeably hotter. Yeah. Okay. During the Jurassic, there were still no polarized caps, so there were not huge areas covered in ice. And the sea levels were pretty high. Okay. In part because sea levels dropped a lot once we started having polarized caps because the, right. the water was getting trapped up in the big So ice. if I know anything about climate and humidity uh, from my time in India, the more humid it is, the, the smellier it is. 
Nailed it. So, so, <laughs> so there's probably just like a lot of curry in, in in this period of time, right? It was probably pretty smelly, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That actually, you're actually correct. That the, the water... India smells like curry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I don't know about all of it, but Mumbai is like fucking, it's like fucking being in the kitchen. It's not even racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's descriptive. Nathan's just, just describing reality. Has no one else seen Darjeeling Limited? <laughs> Do not at Nathan. He's just telling the truth. That's where the curry is. Someone at me. <laughs> you don't have a Twitter account. That's true. Uh, <laughs> um... <laughs> what I was going to say is that humidity actually does help you smell things better. Right. And taste things better. Yeah. Uh, that's great. That's great, everybody. We did it. It's one of the reasons why dogs like to have their noses wet is so that they can smell things better. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I licked dog noses so much. <laughs> I didn't even know I was helping you, them. You've I been just, asked to stop I just thought I had an embarrassing <laughs> fetish. People keep asking you to not do that. Yeah, I'm banned from the Noah's Bagel outside Manhattan Beach. <laughs> I'm like, oh, your dog's so cute. And they're like, he's licking my dog. I'm like, his nose is dry. He can't smell. I'll help him smell better. It's a shame because if you'd taken a few steps back onto the sidewalk... Then it's like, hey, you don't own the sidewalk. It's public space. <laughs> it's always in the nose bagel. That's what gets me every man. time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Law is just a way to punish the little man sometimes, you know? And all, all he wants to do is lick your dog's <laughs> nose. Have you been watching this Jimmy Savile Netflix uh, uh, documentary? No, but man, there are a lot of fucking documentaries about criminals right now. Yeah. Fuck those other ones. Though, man. You, <laughs> yeah, you gotta see like this Jimmy Savile one, dude. That was a naughty guy. Yeah, yeah. Just whenever I think of me, I think Jimmy... No, just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Whoa. Whoa. No, it's just we are talking about like kind of a weird pervert thing, like looking at dog's nose pathologically. <laughs> um, and that made me think of Jimmy Sowell because that guy had some stuff. You yeah. gotta see it. It's the craziest fucking thing. You gotta see that in Winning Time on HBO. Separate reasons. Well, let's, let's take a short break. <laughs> and, and when we come back, we're going to come back for a little tiny concluding segment. And then we'll go into next time. We'll yeah. talk about some animal shit on the drive. Very sexy. Okay? So let's take this short break so we can kind of recover from you bringing up Jimmy Savile on our podcast. Yeah, and comparing me to Jimmy Savile. <laughs> yes. The following is an actual advertisement. Hello, I'm Matthias Carnero, host of the Controller Disconnected podcast. It's a little show I make by myself where I talk about whatever games I've been playing recently and other subjects related to games as well. Sometimes I even do movie reviews just to shake things up. If you enjoy listening to my weird accent, episodes are released every week wherever podcasts are sold. Well, actually podcasts are free, but you know what I mean. So, Sean, have you seen Minx, Starstruck, or Winning Time yet? Uh, no. You haven't seen any of them? No, but, you know, honestly, during my recovery, I have not been watching a lot of new stuff. What were you doing during your recovery? I've been falling back to the to the oldies. Dude, okay? Minx is basically an oldie. Pride and Prejudice. That's good. Um, I like that. <laughs> you know what, Pride and Prejudice, every adaptation of that movie is better than the book. No offense to people who love the book. The book is is very interesting. I, I actually genuinely enjoy the book. Yeah. But damn, there are like whole chapters of that bitch's mom just going off. Yeah. And it's like, I get that yeah. it's realistic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to escape reality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, hold on. Hold on. That immediately made me want to say, our mom is not like that. Oh, yeah, that yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that was close. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whew. Anyway. 
Um, but yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't watched any of those shows. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I mean, they all look good, and I want to watch all of them. Did so you I'm, ever I'm watch to. any of the shit on Criterion that I recommended you? Like, did you ever yeah. watch Hadakiti? Yeah, you did. What'd you think? I thought it was pretty fucking amazing. It's great, right? Yeah. I can't believe we never talked about this. It's like really fucking and like it's so modern feeling, right? Because it's like all these close ups and it's so intense. Yeah. And the samurai fights are like fucking cool, man. I was watching this obviously biased uh, insiders YouTube channel. We'll have like an expert and they'll rate scenes from movies based on their expertise. Okay. You know, like they'll do a mid, uh, sword fighter. We'll do scenes from The Witcher and all sorts of shows and we'll give yeah. them scores. Yeah. Um, there's one guy who's a samurai guy. He gave almost everything above seven, actually. He was very mm. polite. Even, like, Samurai Champloo. They had him watch a scene from Samurai Champloo where, like, you know, like, one of the guys, you know, like, this breakdance guy, like, yeah. blocks this, like, a yeah, katana yeah, yeah. With, with his, his uh, yeah, with, sandal because it's the first geta. episode yeah. when the two main characters fight. Yeah. And they pause it, and the guy's like, oh. In, in Japanese, uh, you know, excuse me for, for this caricature, for yeah, man's no, voice. I, but, I can't wait. Yeah, but he's like, oh, he's like, it's very hard. To do that, <laughs> yeah. like, that is very difficult technique I have not seen before. Yeah, seven. Very different. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> and like the thing he really hung upon was when um, the more stuck-up samurai champloo guy cuts yeah. through a fabric. Yeah. And he's like, "That is more challenging than you think." Yeah. To cut straight through fabric. That's a very hard. Seven out of ten. Yeah. That character's name is Jin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're clear. Yeah. yeah. We're <laughs> so we know. So, so you know, I'm talking to someone who really knows. Well, what, what did he rate? What, what, well, this well, has to tie back. Somehow, right, well, right. Well, first, let me say he gave like Tom Tom Cruise like a ten out of ten. He wow. like watched the oh, the Last Samurai. He like watched the scene where, and he's like, "It is incredible. I know he did this in four months. That is remarkable. This wow. takes decades of study." Oh wow! And he's like, he just like all over it. He's like, Tom Cruise must truly be uh, an honorable man. Oh my god! Yeah, he like. Fucking loved it. So much so that if anyone ever talks to you about Last Samurai now, I'm like, no, man. He's the greatest Japanese man of them all. <laughs> A Japanese man told me so. Nice. Um, What was the fucking movie that brought this up? Though? Oh, Hadakiri. Yeah. You, he was very biased. He gave it a 10 out of 10, that last fight scene, which is an awesome fight scene. But he was like, yes, I saw this as a child. And it made me want to be samurai. Ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I don't know, man. <laughs> I think this guy was just having fun with it, Nathan. <laughs> when when you when you yeah. average a seven out of ten yeah. and then your ten out of tens of Hadakiti and Last Samurai, yeah, then I think true, like, that tells true. a certain story about it. Everyone myself. should see Hadakiti. And that's why we're sponsored by the Criterion Collection. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Time and yeah. and let Army. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go Army. Yes. Beautiful. We actually have a real sponsor that we have to record an ad for oh, sometime. Shit. I'm just waiting for the ad copy. It's oh. Athletic Greens. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know, I have been eating more greens. Oh. Um, yeah, I've been trying. Do you feel more athletic? I've actually stopped eating some greens um, because Stacey, Stacey used to cut the veggies, you know, which yeah. and I would make, like, meals later. Yeah, yeah. And Stacey is so pregnant yeah, that she's she, no longer... She can't cut them anymore. Which is why I should get athletic greens. Yeah. Because that would be, like, packaged for consumption. Yeah. I could just muggle, 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 eat them up, and yep. I could maintain my healthy kind of fasting diet yeah. as opposed to what I'm doing at this literal moment. Just hot dog heaven. <laughs> yeah. Yep, <laughs> just yep, gaining that yep. weight back. Yeah. I'm actually not able to eat a lot of greens that I like. Right. Because they have too much vitamin K. Uh, and that would make me better at clotting, which is the opposite of what I need right, right. now. Right. So you're so we're both for you didn't mean to. I am a victim of myself. <laughs> we are we are both kind of losing all of our Both vigor. of us have, have reduced uh, vegetable consumption. And we at the could moment. both use athletic green right now. 
That's beautiful. The, we should keep we just a cut lot this of ad. this copy. Yeah, we just nailed it. Um, <laughs> Let's remember that. We should keep most of this copy. <laughs> All right. Uh, we actually have an ending of this episode to talk about. Ah, good. This change in climate that we were talking about right. that was caused both by that big eruption. Right. But also caused by all the plate tectonic stuff right. that was But channeled. not by people. That's important to Correct. say. Not by people. This, in this particular situation, <laughs> it was not by people. Yeah. Um, that had major Cause, impacts. Because Greta Thunberg wants you to believe it's people. <laughs> no, just kidding. The change in climate had major impacts on life and biodiversity. Right. Okay. The wetter climate, along with more CO2 in the atmosphere, were likely boons for terrestrial plant life. Right. I feel like in movies... There's already so many plants. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Costa Rica down there or something. Yeah, or it looks like uh the what's what was the place where Yoda was at? What was what was that planet? Uh it, it wasn't like, Endor, did, was it? Djibouti or something like that. Djibouti? Djibouti? Something like that. It's a small East African Dan, dictatorship. Dan 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 I hate that you're speaking cuz I was so close <laughs> over and over and over again. No, I just want to say Dan you. Djibouti. Yeah, there we go. Or it's, it's in the Dejuba system. You're the one who showed me that lip reading, right? Degoba. 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 Because okay. it because it sounds like a lost house of uh, of Morrowind, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so kind of like what Degoba looks like with yeah. like vines and shit and like fucking all these trees. Yeah, yeah that's that's dinosaur land. Yeah, and so that wetter climate. Trees grew larger, okay, and taller. There was abundant vegetation all over the place. And having all of those big-ass fucking trees and all of those leaves everywhere that supported larger and larger herbivores on land, including the largest land animals to ever exist, okay? We haven't right. gone larger right. than the dinosaurs. Not since that Guy, Fieri. <laughs> Guy, Guy, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri has been putting forward a valiant effort, okay? He's been doing his best. Uh, but... The dinosaurs. We like Guy Fieri here, let me just say. Fieri. Fieri. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. I don't actually Guy think... Fieri. Um, look, the herbivores during this time period, so big, okay? And because dinosaurs arose in the Triassic, really came into their own during the Jurassic, but still there was a shitload of them in the Cretaceous period afterward. Yeah. Uh, the Jurassic was kind of like a period where a lot of things were developing, but the biggest herbivores came into being during this Jurassic period. Right. Okay? And these larger herbivores supported the appetite of some of the largest land carnivores. But also existed. a lot of little ones who are smart. Right. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Who yeah, invented right. spears and oh, tools. Did they do that in well, one of the Jurassic parks? Well, that's it. No, no, no. I'm talking in real life, not oh. movies. Oh, shit. All right. We've been talking a lot of fake history to this episode. Oh, my God. I mean, don't, don't you feel like probably something had like civilization, like as we know it, like, back in this time period. You mean, well... Like, how could we really tell? Like, you know, we got all these rock formations. Yeah. How could we really tell that wasn't a castle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. <laughs> well, I love it. That's really, that's really good, Nathan. That's really good. <laughs> I mean, for, for all I know, these dinosaurs were making a bunch of huts, and right. those would not have survived anything. Yeah. So, like, yeah, sure. Birds sure. make huts, and they're dinosaurs. I'm sure dinosaurs made nests. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. There were dinosaur nests. Because isn't a nest really just an upside-down hut? <laughs> <laughs> right? Some nests have roofs on them. Right. So I've seen it. It's kind of just how anthrop uh, anthrocentric we are, that we don't just call it a hut. Because that wouldn't make a bird like a person. But a bird's kind of like a person. If it built a hut. Some of them we are some like... some do! 
Yeah, they're even monogamous. And they're which shows that they're civilized. We, goddamn it. <laughs> and we've talked about birds using tools and shit like that. Yeah. You See, those I mean? birds are all more civilized than Mormons. Okay. Keep <laughs> that one. So long as you don't punch down. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Right? Um, okay. It's true. I'm punching towards Mitt Romney, dude. <laughs> He's, He's a, a senator. Yeah, right in the gooch. I'm a some schmuck. <laughs> so, um. God, dude, you know that guy's as gooch as immaculate. Oh, I'm sure he scrubs. He's never sweat. <laughs> um, <laughs> His gooch has never even licked a salt mine. So, my, my point here is that big geologic changes in the land structure of the earth drove climactic changes and the impact of those definitely shaped life on earth right okay? this is kind of where we're getting back to your big science agenda <laughs> climate can change yeah and you know i don't, I don't know that we all know it's always 75 degrees <laughs> sunny in southern california baby i don't know if there's any clear reason why dinosaurs were able to capitalize on those changes better than any other group of animals that were around right. at the time period right because there were other synapsids or other archosaurs and there were mammals and all this shit but for whatever reason dinosaurs and the pterosaurs definitely cleaned up they definitely expanded into their niches and doesn't it just feel like roulette because, like, if, if life has lasted a pretty long while on Earth, it kind of feels like everyone, like, octopi had a little bit of time. And, sure. You know, bugs have been doing good pretty much the whole time, really. And dinosaurs and other weirdo archosaurs had their time. Like, everyone's really had a chance, right? Yeah, maybe not the amphibians. Maybe not the amphibians so Yeah, much. but they're, like, they're weak. a bad. They're, like, a <laughs> bad animal idea. There was a time period where the freshwater land niche, yeah. like, rivers and small lakes and ponds, were pretty much totally dominated by amphibians. Right. So there was a there was a period, a period. where they had their niche, and that's probably the best they're going to do because right. we're going to wipe them all out. They're not going to make it. Yeah. Anyway. That's why uh, everyone should find endangered species and take them home, right, and keep them. So I know it's illegal now, but, like, later people will be thanking you. Uh, right? <laughs> great. <laughs> so uh, one of the... I read a... Sort of paper. It's like the Elgin Stones, right? Is How like is it like the Elgin Stones. Well, like you're not supposed to pillage colonies for like <laughs> artifacts, but now we still have them. You know, like Moon Knight. <laughs> like, oh, it's exactly like. If Moon it Knight, wasn't right. for uh, a white man, this god wouldn't even have an avatar on Earth. I wasn't right? on your side until you brought up Marvel, and yeah. now I'm totally on your side. So. <laughs> Have you seen any Moon Knight? I haven't yet. Yeah, because you're not watching anything new. That's you're correct. watching Pride and Prejudice. You were very honest with me. I, I have literally been watching Pride and Prejudice and uh, The Sopranos. You fucking need to see Minx, <laughs> man. Like, it's going to be so up your alley, and it's like, so, I'm like spitting now. I saw the trailer for it, and That's I was- not the same! <laughs> I was laughing the entire time, oh! and I was very excited to watch it. I'm very so, excited I'm to so watch it. so mad with you right now. <laughs> <What? laughs> fucking put it on! But my knee hurts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, we need to get out of this episode pretty fast. Yeah, yeah. Stacy's mad at us. Okay. So, look. In that same note, let's say thank you to Stacy Song, our sound lord and engineer. Guys, Stacy's uh, pretty close to giving birth. Oh, yeah. Woo, I'm ready to announce the name here on this pod right now. Oh, my God. Mikhail Gorbachev's song. Oh, really? I thought That's it was right. going to be... Oh, God. No, now we can't use fuck you, dude. Bleep that. Yeah. Keep it, but bleep it. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, let's also say thank you to Brian Allen for artwork, uh, to Street Griff for all the things that he does in yeah, his life. Yeah, for Street Griff. He's made a lot of decisions. Uh, and then, yeah, we got an email address, petridishpod at gmail.com, at dishpodcast on Twitter. 
and patreon.com slash petridish in case money. Mm. Guys, have a good one. Have a scientastic day. Come back next week for after after for, for a while. Actual, actual for, dinosaurs. For, for dinosaurs. Actual di- I guarantee you actual dinosaurs next time. In case you haven't heard dinosaurs. Yep. Bye. Bye.